Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey, what's up, all you uglies out there? I'm Slide Whistle. Excuse me? It's fucking rude. I am immunization. I'm Aaron, fire mage extraordinaire and horrid punching bag, and I think everyone's looking very nice today. I mean, what do you think everyone's looking like today? I just want to say that the DN Army is the most beautiful podcasting community in existence. Thank you. I That's don't know. Fair. Have you have you seen the people that listen to Bill and the Ami Boys, the Amiibo nope. collecting podcast? That's a good looking bunch. Hey, hey, you know what I fucking don't like? I'm sick and tired. Fucking sick and tired of Wowhead articles, auto-playing commercials, auto-playing their stupid podcast. Because when I'm <laughs> listening to music at work, I like to browse Wowhead for hot articles. But I swear to God, every single time I do, the browser stops my music for no apparent reason to like play some background ad. Does this happen to anybody else out there? Is this just me? Because it's very frustrating. I'm sure that their content is amazing. Is it the one where it's the two cartoon women like on the rocket? Because whoever they are, they have to either be part of staff or have paid Wowhead like a million zillion dollars because there's an ad for whatever they make on every single page for like the last year. Yeah, I, I think that's like a Wildhead official podcast, but like it's I think that's what's triggering like the autoplay in the background so I don't get to enjoy mm-hmm. my music. I would be on this website a whole lot more if I could know I could freely browse without it fucking interrupting me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't ever really browse it on my phone while I'm listening to something, so it doesn't really affect me in that way, but it does autoplay and I do notice it. It just doesn't interrupt what I'm currently listening to, so it doesn't annoy me quite as much, but it is really obtrusive. I love Warcraft so much. I would never listen to music while going on Wowhead. I am 1000% focused. (laughs) Looks like we have a fake fan over here. Fake fan. Real fans. Real fans. Get monies. Well, now that I've been shamed, do we want to start with this review that we got? I guess. Okay, yeah. Although there's nothing shameful about what they say. Do you want to do the honors, Aaron? Okay, so we have a review from Octavia Cello. This is a five-star review. Hey, thanks. That's pretty nice. They say, gotta say, these guys are my favorite hosts due to their hilarity. They give tips, tell tales of their adventures, rag on their guild. Oh, just you wait, Octavia. There's lots of that coming. Oh, man. And tell us which NPCs to avoid if it's been a while since they've been in the sack. Wink. Speaking of, wouldn't mind getting into Growlina's Sheets, the level 37 Death Knight. Octavia, I love you. Thanks for supporting the show. But Growlina's been spelled with two eyes since the very beginning. (laughs) Why are you trying to get with my Death Knight? Leave her alone. She's having a tough time. Although, like, if it makes you feel any better, Octavia, our raid lead... Lynn literally always and tries to invite Gralina to raid and sometimes Aaron is not invited to the raid because they tried to invite Gralina with one eye as well and then I have to personally invite Aaron. One day Gralina is going to be the up and comer 
but uh, I'll I'll pass the note on to her as she's sitting in Sholazar base and like, that's very kind. Have you checked ground line is in-game mail? Like there could be fan mail on there. I, I do. I do check every like m- end of the month just to be like, yeah, I'm sure someone sent something there. So I guess I'll also say blanket statement. If you've been trying to send me mail in-game, it is Growlina. G-R-O-W-L-I-I-N-A. If you just put one I, it's going to my death knight. And I'm sorry if I haven't read it. Just send it to the mage. But anyways, Octavia ends their review saying, have a drink on me, boys. And so we shall. Fuck yeah. Let's slam these shotty. Yeah. Woo. I have a vintage Toronto shot glass here. It's got a I, have, in it. I have the Splatoon symbol. From when my friend trying to get me all the smash icons and it almost cost him $600. My shot glass has like a Canadian maple leaf on it. And I'm not sure why all of our shot glasses are Canadian, but here we go. They're just nicer. It's because your cousin. Illumination. <laughs> There's this long running personal joke amongst us that the Canadian musician Lights is my cousin, which I won't confirm or deny that. I'm drinking water out of our first patented DNR glass that Immune bought for me for Christmas. It's got the DNR name on it. It's got my name on it. So slippy slurp slurp, chasing my vodka with some water. Mm. Ooh, that's refreshing for both your body and our brand. (laughs) Oh, man. So (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this, but if you look at my Sims DPS on uh, uh, Warcraft I can logs. assure you, I do not look <laughs> at your Simmed DPS. <laughs> oh, well, I do. I actually have it bookmarked. It's actually my homepage. Yeah, actually, I lied. It's WoW Progress. But if, if you check it out and you look up, uh, look at the top 15 damage dealers on Proudmoor out of any character, you'll find my name up there. And the number two druid. Look out. If only I knew how to press these buttons as good as my DPS says I could. <laughs> So this is like simmed as if like you don't do nothing wrong, right? Yeah, this is simmed as if I'm not drunk during raid, uh, loading up a YouTube video and trying to off heal because we only have three healers instead of four. Wait, so <laughs> I'd be interested to see how good I could be because I can assure you I am not meeting those standards. What an interesting thing. Honestly, though, like it's pretty inaccurate and I feel I have to add to that every time because like some people just aren't logged in there. Like you have to actually like press a button to get your information logged in there. So I'm sure I'm not actually the number two person on Proudmoor out of all the druids. But while progress says that I am, so I'll take it. That's not the sound you make when you do DPS. Oh, yeah. Scratch, scratch, meow. Well, I just looked it up. <laughs> purr, purr, meow. Um, I just looked it up, and it looks like I am the number three fire mage that's a worgen named Growlina. <laughs> okay. The two E's really and the two you... Y's beat me every time, but at least I'm doing better than the I-E. Growluna. <laughs> Stan Growluna. This is where I'd chime in with a Luna reference if I remembered any. Other than just the name Kim Lip. So, hey, everyone out there. Kim Lip. I'm hip. Did you guys get your uh, 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 your great Father Winter shit from Ironforge? Aaron, did you? Aaron, did you? Aaron, did you? Yes, I did. Cubbybub and I <laughs> went and visited him. And we hung around and farted around. And then it said, more presents are there. And she says, do we get more gifts? And I said, no. I actually missed one, though, the first time I was there. there. There's one that was, like, tucked, like, behind the tree that I didn't see at first. Mm-hmm. 
was it, what, like five cookies or something, something dumb. Yeah, I will say though the the pet that we got this year, very cute. Miss Jingles, the little raptor bitch. I love her. Now, do, what does the Christmas orang do? You haven't used it. You mean I you're have, telling, you're telling me not... that what you got a new toy? You didn't fucking press it immediately. What's wrong with you? You know what it was? I saw the sleigh that was just kind of hovering there when we grabbed our gifts. And I said, can I sit on the reindeer? And I found I could sit on all of them. So (laughs) I just proceeded to do like six laps changing which reindeer I was on each time. Wow. Because like when I when I saw this toy, I immediately made a macro where I bound it to use the toy whenever I cast Prayer of Mending. So which is like, I don't know, maybe you guys have seen it. It's like one that like launches like a, a zippy line like several lines of light between bounces between people mm-hmm. right um yeah so whenever i cast that it like throws the wreath with it that's beautiful throwing them wreaths I'll, I'll look for it tonight if you haven't grabbed your present uh you will have like 24 hours from the time this pod uh, less than that you'll have like eight hours by the time the podcast is posted you have to get it before saturday i'm pretty sure <laughs> i sure do hope you don't religiously listen to us right after church it's like father mcdonough says you reap what you sow. You, 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 you farm the beans you plant, he says. Also, this episode, I'm realizing, first off, this episode marks the end of season two of DNR because we've arbitrarily decided that each year is a season. <gasps> and, and then also, this is released on, no, the the first day of 2021, right? Oh, shit. We fucked up. Happy New Year, everybody. We made oh, it. Oh, yeah. We, Happy we New Year. It. 2021. We somehow survived for now. Yeah, until I get a hold of you. Daddy, chill. I'm going to kill you. Um. All right. Well, I don't know. I guess we talk about what we did in a while, I guess. Oh, or raid. We, I, you guys pick. On the count of three, I want you guys both to shout what you want to talk about. One, two, three, go. Raid. Okay, fine. Raid. Let's talk about raid and how last week went, which was very well, and how this week went which was not so well. So last week we rated as one big group of 30 because of Christmas week. And we downed nine out of 10 of the bosses as a huge group, which is honestly really surprising. So like personally, group one, our group downed several bosses for the first time. We downed Artificer, the Blood Council and Stone Generals for the first time, right? And Sludge Fist. We got oh, his fuck, head. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, I forgot about him because we. I think we one pulled him, right? We th- two pulled or we three pulled him. Two pulled generals. Generals was oh, surprisingly okay. easy. Joker rolls, and we also we got a we got a blind pull on Daddy D, our, our first one. Just normal, but it's still exciting that we got to fucking see him finally. Such a fucking dramatic entrance he has. Yeah, so I guess we can just start off um, at the beginning there. I I want to say that. The Artificer fight is one of my favorite raid encounters that I've like seen in live content. Mm-hmm. It's very unique as far as the actual mechanics, and it's very complex, but I feel like not so much that like we couldn't get it after two poles just goofing around. Yeah, I, I really like how like they're soft making these portals that you have to get into during the fights a broker mechanic. Yeah, it's pretty cool, except, uh, I mean, it's cool now, after our raid this week, now that I know exactly what we're doing. I feel like a lot of the mechanics group two explained, but I'm not going to lie, I tuned it out because there was like 80 of them talking, and I was like, I just didn't hear it from one person, or I can't focus, and so I just was like, I'm going in blind, I can't do this. And I feel like a lot of the mechanics were just like, they ended up doing it, it's so... 
this week when we, when we pulled it ourselves, I finally understood exactly what was happening. And I love this fight. It's fucking dope. Because I'm a fast kitty and they can take all the portals everywhere. Wow. I love that that always chooses me to be a portal man. There was one time that I was given the faraway portal. And then I portaled back and I was given the faraway portal again. And I was like, oh, I was out of shimmer. So I had to use my walking speed and it was rough. I saw that and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen Aaron like walk anywhere in a while. <laughs> what a loser. I hate walking. I, I constantly get in trouble because I'll be at like the edge of healing or the edge of like fireball range. I was like, if I can hit them with my fireballs, I'm not moving. And when I do have to move, I just shimmer. So when I'm out of shimmers, I'm like, OK, just slash camp. I'm going to head out of here. Thanks, guys. How do I drive this thing? Uh, who's after? Who's after Artificer? Is it fucking the dance? It is the Council of Blood. Blah. Yeah. So last week when we were all as one big group, it was not that bad. We get downed it pretty easily after maybe about three pulls. But this week when we're back in our own group, we are having a little bit of trouble. We actually wiped on it for like the second half of the night last night, I think. So hopefully tonight it's a little more successful, but I'm not too optimistic. It's really, I feel like the things we're goofing up about it are just DPS based. And so I feel like we have the lower DPS of the groups. And it also doesn't help that we have the group that doesn't do mechanics or show yeah. up. Yeah. So, okay. So before we were talking about last week and last week, I mean, it was very, very solid. We cleared a lot of bosses pretty quickly, but I think it was mostly most of our people in group one being carried by group two because yeah, we when Lin separated the groups, he separated based on DPS, but that was DPS of week one. We're on like what week five now? Is it five? Yeah, so something Slide and I were talking about last night was that this DPS meters that they use to divide people, in addition to just like existing clicks, kind of were taking into consideration too, along with that. It just hap so happened to work out, but this was before people started getting their gear from sources that weren't raid. So the other teams, the, the other raid team has the people who push high mythic keys, who max out their grave vault, and that is really boosting them higher in gear than what we are able to have. Yeah, I mean, it's just a group one, <laughs> group one, I won't say their name again. I think I already talked about this before, but group one gets one great vault option and then he and then they go oh well that item sucked and i was like well how many did you have i just had one vault and i was like dude like that's why it sucks you have one option like you got to do other content i didn't have time it's like okay well we're not gonna have any time not downing these bosses next week and look what happened we didn't we broke down anything <laughs> We, we so, still yeah. got six out of ten, but I with just us, I don't see us moving past that point unless and I hate to say like unless people get serious or unless the stars align again. At this point, I'm really just hoping some of the less good people are like, maybe this isn't for me and we have enough of a collapse that we can get one raid unit again. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like people who we have, it's not that the other team is trying like so hard. It's that people on our team kind of aren't trying at all. They just log on for raid and they're like, okay, done. 
Or they don't log on for raid, which is another problem this week. Our fourth healer just didn't show up, so we had to three heal it. And that was one of the main problems we had in that council fight, was that when those waiters come out, if people don't interrupt them, then it does a lot of like AoE damage from them like throwing the food and... I, I think we just ran out of healing cooldowns eventually, and then it just like was too much to get through. Yeah, and it's not just the food either, though. I guess it's the food combined with the really hard dot that the mm -hmm. boss puts out. Yeah, the and longer it goes, the more damage you take, and we're blowing through it on like the first person out of three. Yeah, because we A, don't have the damage to deal with everything, and then B, we don't have the mechanic awareness. Things spawn and nobody moves and i'm like guys the waiters are up we got to get the waiters that kill them and then oh yeah the waiters and then it's too late usually because we don't have the damage because we should have started hitting them like forever ago it's kind of a hot mess but like i don't know how it's fixable because what are you gonna do pull somebody out of the group that's doing really well and put them with i mean yeah i guess it's what you're gonna have to do but like it's gonna suffer that person to come from the from the quote-unquote good group and join the quote-unquote shit group yeah, I mean, it just feels really bad because, like, they got to pull Daddy D in their group last night. I'm like, they almost, they could have potentially full cleared last night, but they didn't because it's their first time really seeing him. But they're going to down him tonight and they're going to start pulling heroic bosses while we're just struggling through, like, seven out of ten, maybe, of, like, normal. I'm like, wow, this feels really bad. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't care as much if that wasn't going to be the case because they're definitely going to get heroic bosses. Like, they, they have, like, their, their group, honestly, is super well rounded. They're super homogenous. Like, we're homogenous. They fucking have a, they have a demon hunter. They have a warlock. We just have, like, a bunch of druids and a bunch of hunters. Yeah, so that's the thing. I don't know. What could we, as raiders, have done for that? Do we try to reach within the guild and be like, people who are these more diverse things, come hang out with us. Do we try and reach out to strangers to get them? Like, you almost, you don't want to tell people, like, oh, wow, all four of you want to go balance? One of you's got to change. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think one of the solutions would be a soft swap, like maybe trading out like Nuss for Prol, a Paladin for a Shaman. Because even when it comes down to it, we only have one class that can time warp, and it's, and it's you. And mm -hmm. having two, you you want to have at least two in case something happens, you know? And like they, they have, I think they have four classes that can uh, hero. They have like three Shamans, I'm pretty sure. Three Shamans and they have a Mage, so... It's like, we got to figure out some kind of balancing without making people be like, okay, you got to re-roll. But that's the thing, like, in this guild, this never really mattered. So, like, I don't think it's going to change. It's, we're just going to have to basically keep slogging at it, keep slogging at it until we get the right people gear and they learn the mechanics, uh, you know, over and over again. It's just going to suck, too, because they are going to start getting heroic gear, which will make the gear disparity even greater. I just need Blizzard to start making Warlocks, I guess, more fun or more wild. Why does the guild literally have one? There is a single <laughs> Warlock. Well, I guess, why do we have two mages? What is it about these classes that just stink, I guess? Yeah, I mean, we, we yeah, we only have two raid mages. I, I can only think of two other mages that exist. Um, I don't particularly want them raiding with us, but they're welcome to, but they, yeah, they just don't raid with us. And so it's like, it's really odd how our class comps have kind of lined up, but what really sucks, remember these two groups are only supposed to be temporary, right? But I feel like with each week, more people join each of the groups and with Shadowlands being so good, everyone's enjoying it and no one's leaving. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think we're gonna have the fall off we normally have because people are hooked. So I'm like, how long are we gonna be in these two groups? Because I want out. I want to be one group. We need Vince McMahon to come in here and announce a superstar shakeup, and you know we need to draft between Raw and SmackDown. I guess we're SmackDown now. Oh, yeah, we. we, we, we I we feel are, like we're, we're TNA. <laughs> No, we we are 2011 SmackDown. It was like such a bad roster of like nobodies. With me, John Cena at the top. <laughs> I I am competing Ooh, with. I am. Fucking, I am. Your gold dust. <laughs> I am not gold dust, you bitch. How fucking dare you? <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I see the 24K Productions logo every time you log in. <sighs> That's the sound he makes. But yeah, it's it's whatever. I mean, the thing is, I was looking at the Warcraft logs, comparing both of the groups together with like how the logs went, and it's just like Group Two is killing it. They have two Shadow Priests now. A Scoot was already murdering everything. Now they have two Scoots essentially, and that's enough. Honestly, if we can just get one Scoot, we'll be good. We had Ash join us. Ash is one of our star DPS, but he has to learn all the mechanics, so he's kind of started from square one, which isn't his fault. You know, he's been busy. But, like, it's just, like, it's such a, a process, really. And the problem is, I can do a lot of damage, but on fights like Blood Council that are, like, almost AoE-based, I, I kind of can't do that much while also doing single target. So I'm I'm not useless, but, like, I'm like, do I have to learn Moonkin for this fight? Like, what do I have to do to, like, get better on this one? It's just, it's just kind of annoying, you know. Mm. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm hoping we down Blood Council tonight with this group. But, man... Sometimes people who do the dance, they just people. So like when the dance comes out, you have to find your dance partner and you have to run with them and you create a big pool of blood underneath you. When the dance comes out, the melee should be separating like Moses. Part the fucking seas, let them out. Nobody fucking moves. Everyone stays in the exact same spot that they're in as the people who are dancing have to run through them and they kill them. And as somebody who had four separate dance partners on one fucking fight, let me tell you, nobody moved as I ran all over them and bloodied them up. And some of these people, when they dance, dance very aggressively. They like zigzag across people, through people. The poor healers in the back, like me, just get run over and trampled by everyone. You're like, stop, stop. There's only three of us. Knock <laughs> it off. So we'll see. Me and me were doing a little bit of pugging, which I'm sure will come up later, but... um. Or come up now. I don't know. It, it technically is what we did in raid. Yeah, it was just a different raid. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that. I guess after we can talk about how we defeated Sludgefist and honestly, I don't remember shit about Sludgefist other than like he runs in the pillars and we hit him. Yeah. Sludgefist is just a DPS check. There's re- oh well. There's the big thing about Sludgefist is he will chain you to a friend and you are chained for. One real world minute. It feels so long, doesn't it? It does. And if you so if you go farther than like 15 feet from each other, you'll essentially kill each other. And Sludgefist is really good at finding two people with two different kinds of movement speeds. Sorry, they find Scott you. the priest. <laughs> they, they find you as soon as you are halfway through your hard cast pyroblast. And you're like, I literally cannot move for the rest of this minute. <laughs> well, no, it gave me, I, and granted it was on me, but it gave me Scoot, who is a priest now, and like a thing was flying at us, and <laughs> as of my my earlier statement where I only moved through Shimmering, 
I didn't think. And I was like, I got to dodge the shimmer. And as I shimmer, I yanked Scoot's head off. <laughs> and like I, I fell to the ground and I was just like, oh, and like he, I was like, sorry. And he was like, it's OK. But I could tell it wasn't OK because he really, really cares about his DPS. Thank you so much because it allowed me to finally beat him in a fight. And I was like, I fucking beat Scoot. Yeah, baby. You yanked someone's head <laughs> off in an earlier attempt. <laughs> I will always yank somebody's head off. <laughs> It's fine because I have a wild seed, so I can live and they can die. <laughs> I will <laughs> be reborn. You destroyed <laughs> Nuss, and he was like, oh, I gotta go get some crackers from the kitchen. <laughs> and you <he> were like, <laughs> all I did was make us better. These chains will not bind me. They'll bind whoever I'm attached to. And then Stone Generals is such a joke. It's nothing. What a stupid I fight. I don't remember anything about it other than you pick up blood to help the prince. And for some reason, I guess because I was way back and I could shimmer, I was like the blood guy. I was like, okay, I guess I'm just the blood man. That's that's my role. I, I mean, when was the last time we downed a boss on the first pull without really even discussing it? I mean, it's probably honestly, that's the one. That's the last time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Those fights are just kind of unmemorable. I'm sure we're going to be seeing them a lot with this current group. So we'll we'll have updates on how much we hate these fights. I am so over Blood Council right now. I'm just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I'm tired of dying to it. And then, like, you can tell. You can tell about halfway through the fight. You're like, we're not going to clear this. It's very obvious. Like, and then we don't. So I don't know. And towards the end of the night, we started trying to switch it up by killing them in a different order, which, I don't know, everyone seemed to think it was better, but I don't really know that it was any more successful, really, because yeah, enough, like, people, didn't. yeah, more people died doing it that way, and then, I don't know, we just won't have the DPS to finish it, so. Yeah, I think a lot of the switch up on, because we decided that we're going to kill Nick, Nicklaus, Nicklaus second instead of killing him last. Uh, flip-flop, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think the strat could work, and I think it will work. The problem is, we just have to get reused to different mechanics. Because I'm not used to this man running through everybody in a straight line, so he killed me, and I was like, oh, right, he does that, because I never had to fight him, so I don't fucking know. So yeah, we'll see. It's a learning experience. I- all I know is, I walked in that raid, and I said, I want some goddamn fucking boots. And Myth got some B.O.E. I level 200 booties to replace my 184s, and me and Jamunky rolled for it, and Jamunky stole it from me, and I was like, my boots. No longer the next podcast host. She has been, she has been kicked off. But then I got my own BOE boots were 65k, and I didn't even think about it. I fucking kicked off my slippers and put those shits on immediately. So I'm wearing some 65k Gucci Sabatons over here. Look out. Oh my god. So, a win? Question mark? <laughs> I mean, I replaced my hands. I w- I guess I was willing to beef it at for hours in order to replace my 163 hands. Whoa, there were 163? Well, because my legendaries were hands, and I was like, I'll never f- change these, so I didn't have anything to replace. Oh. And so doing world quest the the best thing i could find was 163 but last night well, i got some two wow. hundos and i'm like <gasps> nice i honestly i never thought about that so thanks for the heads up i need to keep make sure that i keep some shoulders in case i ever mm-hmm. want to use a different legendary yep i have Wait, my 184 <laughs> head in the bank right now like who knows maybe i'll need to see you again Wait, so the hands you got those are also a boe someone traded right yes i don't remember lucky who. lucky 
Well, we did it. I hope everybody say a prayer for us tonight for our raid, despite the raid being over by the time you listen to us. But you know what? I'll take reverse prayers. It's fine. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> but now we can talk about how Slide and I, I believe on Christmas Day, pugged Daddy D normal. Yeah, I'm not sure which it is. We can check the achievement and see, but... It might have been like late Christmas Eve, maybe. It's one of the two. Who knows? Baby yeah. JC was punching his way out the cooter as you were pulling on Daddy D. I was like, this is this is going to be one of Avian's Christmas presents. We got to get this fucking legendary because it's bullshit that he doesn't have one yet. And I'll just straight out say it. We did it. We uh, found a pug that was willing to stick together enough or enough of the people were willing to stick together to learn it, which is honestly shocking pugs normally fall apart like after one maybe two wipes which is stupid like especially this big like beginning phase of an expansion it's like why are you doing that and it's funny because when we applied it said need one healer and so we applied together as a dps and healer and we were immediately rejected and i said immune they don't need me you must go go and i I kicked him out of the party i said you must apply get in there and he applied and got in and i was like i'll watch from the sidelines and drink while you do it I mean, and then we wiped pretty soon after and several people left and then slide reapplied and got in. I stalked that shit. I was I was refreshing it constantly to get the fuck in there. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the fight isn't that difficult. It's just avoid the horny sword and you win. That's basically the fucking game. Yeah. And then um, in phase one, you needed to make sure that you were properly soaking that one like frontal cone mechanic that daddy d does because it get, it like removes some of your stacks and then he like picks you up and slams you down and if like too much of the group has the same amount of stacks then you all die so you need to like create basically two groups that make it so that you are at different levels of stacks but i feel like once you get through that then it felt like phase two like when you fall down into the other room wasn't that bad no it felt pretty pretty easy honestly um aaron i'm telling you this fight the audio is kind of insane uh denathrius's sword is extremely horny like i'm talking like she wants to go up your butt horny like she's crazy and i just might let her <laughs> like he's shouting like Ramoria, like get inside of them. And she's like, Yes, master, I will slay them. And I'm like, fuck, dude, what the hell's going on here? And then she like flies at you and she's like, Ugh. Like she actually does <laughs> Her voice is so sultry, and it's like, oh. So I know you can pick her up as a two-handed sword class and use her do we know if she's still a horn dog when she's in your hands or is she just like mm, i'm quiet now she's like i don't know you like that i'm really not sure she's, she's probably just quiet have you so we saw i mean because we killed them we saw the end game <clears throat> cinematic of the raid do you want to know what it is or do you want to wait till you see it you know what just just lay it on me i don't think i'll be seeing the end unless i look it up for a long time <laughs> So basically, Renathal and you take Denethrius and like forcefully put him into the sword. Bro, we put him in the horny sword. It's literal vor. He's in the horny sword. Hmm. He's not dead. He's sexually inside of the sword. Okay, so remember a few episodes ago, we were talking about how Draven was just like sad off staring off the cliff on the top of top of Simfall. And... Across there, there is a decrepit tower. 
I, and they open up this mirror so that you can go to the tower. And then in the tower is where Denethrius in the sword is held. While that Naru that you rescue from Sanguine Depths mm-hmm. eternally tortures Denethrius in the sword by like shining light on him. Interesting. <laughs> but the weird part is, is that the plans for Denethrius isn't to like kill him. It's a classic Venthyr trope where Renathal is like, eventually he will atone for his sins and he will come out a redeemed man and return to power and i'm like bro you're gonna put him back on the throne what are you talking about like that's your ultimate plan is to have him atone and be like you're in charge again why slide look how physically large he is renathal can't sit in his castle all the steps are too big he goes, it's, re- it's really just a pain to live here. We're going to put him back. He's the only one that can open this big, heavy door. I forgot what he looks like because he's inside the horn he saw. He's in Rahornia. He, he lives inside of her. Rahornia. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? And this brings me to this week's sexiest NPC of the week. Changing it up. Oh, is this the first time this hasn't been like at the end? Let's see if you can guess who this week's sexiest NPC is. And I'm going to give a big shout out to my man in Ironforge. No, not really. <laughs> what if it was like Morden? <laughs> I was going to say Rendell the Dredger. <laughs> we learned his name, but not this week. We'll come back for you. It's Remoria. Remormia? Remornia? Remornia. I believe that it's Remornia. Oh, oh it's boy. Remornia, yeah. Remornia, the horniest sword I've ever goddamn laid my eyes upon. Rahornia. You run your hand down the length of her shaft. Mm, so smooth. Ooh. Ooh, you could take it all the way to the hilt. But not the blade part. No, please, please don't. I mean, I don't know if that's what she wants. And that's definitely what we want. But, like, we could totally be pegged by Remornia. Okay, so, obviously... We have Naifu, right? Everyone's favorite shadow priest, legendary. But we need a hot name for the sword lady. But like what? Sword? Sword? Sword bay? No, that's bad. Sword, uh, blade bitch? No, that's derogatory. Mm. Ramornia is a sylph. <laughs> <laughs> or, or she could also be a wilf. We could enter her into the, the wider range of weapons I would like to fuck. I mean, so far, I believe that it is just her on this list, I believe. Oh, have you seen the fell incinerator from Hellfire <laughs> Citadel? Oh, oh, I've seen it. Well, that's, 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 that's a story for week. another day. God. So this is also the same sword that he used when he cut down Renathal's back, right? During that one where he's like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. you. And he's like, no, you're it not. just circled around him and just kept hitting him. And Renathal's like, oh, how could I not dodge these? But to be fair, that mechanic will almost one-shot you at normal. So heads up. So Renathal is strong. that He took like eight of them and didn't die. Because <laughs> some of us died. <laughs> now, based on what you guys have just told me, Ramornia has to be one of the sexiest sexy NPCs because she's got Daddy D inside her. That's a two-for-one deal. Oh, That's two sexiest NPCs in one, baby. Oh, man, what an easy way to have a nice three-way. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> Can you just imagine being like, yes, yes, you hear Denathrius like, let me out! 
I don't want any part of this. I, I did not consent. It's like that scene in Little Nicky when they put the flask up Hitler's butt and two of the devil's sons are put into Hitler's anus. <laughs> Thank you. I, we can't keep doing Little Nicky references. It's too many. We got to we got to sprinkle some other sandlers in there. Well, we don't have to. <laughs> All right, it's like when Whitey uh, missed the basketball shot. It's it's like when they covered Henry Winkler in bees. Oh wait, that's still Little Nicky, isn't it? No. Yeah. Dude, Ramornia loves Little Nicky though. She gets so horned up every time she watches it, which makes her. <laughs> what is his face ring? Can you imagine her like? Imagine, I just imagine she bounces like a pogo stick when she's not floating around. Like clink, 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 and then she turns around and looks with her like hilt eye. Is that Little Nicky? Mm, I fucking love that shit. I love Popeye's chicken. <laughs> she says. Uh, I mean. Fair enough. It's a shame that drive-thru design is so imprecise. <laughs> One day they'll allow swords through there. My main goal is to become Revendreff's premier drive-thru designee. Any artists out there want to make some Ramornia slash Little Nicky fan art? Please, please, I beg of you to do it. But also Popeye's chicken themed. Yo, yeah, make, okay. make sure you make sure to, to, little Nikki is holding one part and the lady from the Popeye's commercial is holding the other part and they're just kind of holding it up like He-Man. Yes. Or like a, just like just like just like Adam Sandler eating some chicken with the with Ramornia in hand, like wielding it. Like I I'd love <laughs> I'm gonna commission someone to fucking draw this for me. And it's gonna be such so stupid. And they're gonna be like, why are you making me draw this? And I'd be like, shh, because she's our sexiest NPC of the week. Mm. Uh, real hot sword shit Ooh, i like that all right well i'll give you your award i don't know mate i don't know when you're gonna we're, get it no, we're not gonna see like her a- i'm gonna have to start a new character and go back to that part where we talked to denathrius i have a better chance of that happening than us actually getting to him we can just give the award to group two and they can give it to him tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch Let's talk about what we did in the World of Warcraft. Eh. I'm going to go first. <laughs> Whoa. How unexpected. So, uh, let's start off from the top. First of all, <clears throat> listener Pally Powder somehow snuck into the guild and I allowed his entry. Ooh, our control furthers. I don't know how he found us. I mean, it's probably easy to find us, honestly. I we give our names all the time, literally every single podcast. But there was an there was an applicant to the guild, and it just said, "Just looking for a new guild to level in." What you know, whatever. I was like, "Okay, well, literally the only requirement I have for the guild finder, unlike the guild finder like uh, info and information, is please provide some kind of statement about yourself. Otherwise, I will not let you in based on principle alone. Because if you can't follow simple instructions, fuck you." And so he simply. They, they simply applied and just said, you know, looking for a new guild. About three days later, I get a whisper saying, hey, by the way, I love the pod. And I was like, wait, who? Who's this? Oh, the guy that I added. And I was like, how'd you get in here, you little sneaky? And he just gave me like a, they, they gave me just a little winky face. So what if it was not, in fact, a listener, but it was just an avid fan of the Tide Pod washing format? Tide Pod challenge. I thought you were going to say it was Credibility, our old GM who stole our guild bank and ran away to a different server. I would say, fuck you. It's Credibility's great-grandson. They're (laughs) two months old, and they're over here to steal the gold. Thief. So I've been doing a lot of PvP. 
Um, just a lot of Raider Battlegrounds again. I'm back in the swing of things. I'm 55% into my spider mount. Uh, so I'm going to have that bitch real soon. And I am super close to my original goal of hitting honor level 80. Because honor level 80, I get to get my two Nightmare Druid farms for Bear and Cat. And I get the DNR approved title, The Unrelenting. Bum, bum, oh. bum. Honestly, like my long term goal now that this expansion, I'm like officially playing PvP. I just need like half a bar and then I'm fucking there. So. That's going to be great. Um, they've just been they've been really good. I've actually been having a lot of fun right about Battlegrounds. But the same level that I had last time around when I was doing my my hippo hunt, just meeting a lot of quirky characters, getting a lot of crazy ass games. And let me tell you, this community is still pretty small despite the like infusion that Blizzard has, has given RPGs. I have seen people who I've gotten into arguments with about 8 hours later and we're in a game and, we're, and together and we're, and we're both like all right, I know who you are, and you knew who I am, but we can't talk shit because we need this group to succeed so we can get our fucking win. But I know who you are, Mr. Monk, who failed to capture the flag when we could have won the fucking game, you fucking failure. Whew. How many goof-ups is one person allowed before, like, you queue with them, and then it's like, oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> Don't give this guy fucking anything. I say it depends on the magnitude of the goof-up. This one was an honest mistake, but I get into some groups where the the group lead will have 22k health and be eye level 160 and he won't know any strats and for some reason people don't look at like characters and so people who are like high rated will just go along with this goof this goofy goober this man who doesn't know what he's doing who just wants to get a group together and they're like okay lead what are we doing and i'm like guys look at his health look at his eye level he's not saying anything he's dead he doesn't know what he's doing like we have to lead it ourselves so like people like that i'm like no i will never join you again maximilians with two z's oh he got a name drop i know You're their names too busy playing dual monsters oh but yeah honestly just a fuck ton of pvp i <laughs> i participated in the pet battle weekly <laughs> for the first time in my fucking life did you truly <laughs> i did i lost my first game which is the ui like the interface is so weird i've never so like when you try to face somebody in a pet battle you get like a, a screen that you know how like in a dungeon it's like dungeon is ready there's a pet battle screen with this like 2006 gorilla and like a butterfly fighting and i was like ugh, this looks horrible you're probably the first person to see it in like a decade. I don't know, because my first game, I got stomped by a pet battle pro. And then the game two, I just copied the first guy's strat and then I won. So I got I got one official pet battle win against an actual player under my belt. Well, I would like to officially announce that makes our podcast officially the owners of one PVP pet battle victory. Woo! They can't say that over at the Azer gang. They actually I couldn't, probably I couldn't, can't. They probably could. Yeah, they've most everyone's been playing a lot longer than us, except for those pretty... schlubs at the Stormwind Stockaders. Well, when you're a casual, you have time to do pet battles. All right, I mean, what are you? What, what are you doing while this week? Oh, pain. Whew. Well, this week I did a lot of different kinds of content. I filled out my Great Vault. All nine slots filled. I, you know, I, I killed Eddie Dean that pug, so I got my best legendary. I crafted it straight to rank four. 
I, but like, I, I intended to do that, but then I saw that I was 30 soul ass short. And I think I said soul ass, but I'm going to go with it because that's basically how I feel about it. But I needed 30 more of it and I had already done my Torghast and that meant that if I wanted it this week, I needed to complete my table mission. And let me just say, if you are a Venthyr or if you are a special Akirian, these missions are fucking hard. Like these high level missions, you need to be like, your people need to be like at least four or five levels higher than what the table mission is rated for. And then you also need to know like the proper format of how to put them all place them all and you need to i had a weak or to like confirm to me that i was gonna win it because like there are weak ors that ca calculate like your chances of winning and you know i finally did it after it took me two days straight of leveling my my table followers like through these xp missions but i did it i got my level rank four legendary you've gotta you gotta love that the literal add-on that is supposed to understand adventures like the rest of us still doesn't understand adventures yeah it didn't explain it doesn't really explain why it's just like you will lose i'm like okay thanks i guess i'll keep leveling um but yeah i'm excited about that and then the world boss this week was bastion so i got my second best legendary i do not have the soul ash to craft it yet but i might maybe i'll craft like a rank two or three one or maybe i'll just wait until i have enough for rank four again to just craft it but i feel like the res cape will be useful on these bosses that our group is not good enough to beat so that i could just die so that i have mana so that i can heal people up and then i can come back you basically you can be the fourth healer after you die oh right that's how i feel about it but other than that, I also did PvP of Slide, we did twos, we did rated battlegrounds. I think I'm above 1450-ish in both of them right now, which is pretty cool. That means that I can start grinding out my spider. I'm not quite as far along as Slide is. I think I'm only at like 30-ish percent right now. But you know, it's a, it's a good start and I'm excited. I'm just, I'm really enjoying all the different kinds of content right now, but Aaron, what did you do in Wowzers? Well, these boys aim for the top to be famous. I'll grind out all the monotonous stuff that no one wants to do. So I continued my adventures to become exalted with everyone and get all the mog and stuff that they offer me because I'm not doing PvP. I'm not good at that, but I can kill 10 gorms every other day. Drop them gorms. Ooh, girl. Um, so as of yet, I hit Exalted with Revendreth, got a cape and a horse, just a black horse. Thanks, guys. You know, I really didn't have an, enough horses. And <laughs> everyone else, right now, the next one up is Maldraxxus, the Undying Army. I am about 60% there, and everyone else is about 40%. So here's hoping in two weeks or so, I'll have everyone maxed out. Nice. I uh, still don't even have Exalted with Revendreth, but I'm like close. But I think by next week I'll have it. Weak shit. Exalted with the Wild Hunt today. Got my fucking beautiful moth mount. I nice. am like a week away from getting the bat mount for Revendreth. And then he'll sit there like, I can't fly yet. And I'm like, yep, not for a while, bud. We're just scooting our little tummies on the ground. Skit, skit, skit. But other than that, I mean, I did Torghast stuff. I'm sort of dipping more of my toe into the Maw and Torghast. Uh, surprisingly, Cubbybub's the one who brings us there more often than not. She says, we got to do our Maw stuff. And I say, aw, do we really? 
She wants those sockets. She needs she them. She does. And I think she just really wants... <laughs> She's upset that Venari's, like friendship levels are inherently negative until six or seven in. She's like, I just want her to like me. I'm like, I think like is the eighth or ninth of 10 levels. So we got a long way to go. Uh, it's funny that there isn't even a liked. I'm pretty sure that the top rated one is appreciated, which I think appreciated is definitely below liked, right? Yeah, yeah, I think the second to last one is cordial. It just means that she's like kind of not mean to you, I guess. Like, like Basically, Benari's a, a bitch. I can appreciate the person at the counter when I buy stuff. I'm sure they'll be nice. I don't like them. But, like, I appreciate they're doing their job, which I guess that's what she is. She's like, I couldn't get, you know, and I'm not going to do Venari's voice because I can't do it. After two or three weeks of trying, I just, I know I can't do it. But she's like, well, yeah, you got me 10 million zillion little soul bolts. Thanks, bud. Like, I'm cordial with my neighbor, but I don't like my neighbor. I just have to be cordial to get, like, my life to make it easier, you know? Fuck you, Venari. You're mean. But my adventures have also given me a bunch of legendaries, and each one I get seems cooler than the last, but I I can't mess around with it. I've already crafted too many legendaries, it sidelined me for too long, and I'm allegedly wearing my best-in-slot one right now, even though it's very boring. So maybe once they increase the limit to two, I can sneak one of the fun ones in there. Yeah, I'm living for the day when I can have my res cape and my boring one that's the best in slot. Mine are, mine, are, mine are okay. But that was my week in WOW. I mean, we can talk a little baby bit about our Covenant campaigns, because I do want to hear some of this Kael'thas shit that's happening over there. It's going to be, a, we're already like at 60, how much time do we have? It's, it's 8.05. T- talk about fucking the Venture Covenant campaign. Okay, so spoilers if you are not current on the Venthyr campaign. I mean, I don't know. This whole podcast is a spoiler, but here we go. This week is very centered around Kael'thas, Katie, KT. Honestly, I hate. I hate that you both have been calling him KT. Why 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 are we allowing this to stand? It's funny because when we fought him in the raid, I don't I don't even think people said KT, but at this point, just in the back of my mind, I was like, KT, that's what people call him. That's what I'll call him. You know, I started doing it like jokingly because I knew it made Slide mad, but now I just find myself doing it and I'm kind of mad at myself. But anyways, this week, since you like defeat him in Castle Nathria, then he is brought into Sinfall and you and the accuser try to force him to atone for his sins. And I don't know, I feel like the dialogue between you and Kel'thas during this whole quest line is really funny because like he's he's kind of just like being a little shitter about it. He's like, oh, you know, like I, you know, I'm, I'm not really in the wrong here. And then he's like, when the accuser leaves you alone, you two for alone for a little bit, he's like, hey, let's go do this other thing that she doesn't want us to do. Specifically, I did want to mention, though, because I did write it down, during that part early when the accusers like, Kael'thas has so many crimes, guess them. And so she's reading it since, so it's like, he gave away his soul to either A, the Lich King, B, uh, the Old Gods, and it's a guessing game. Although my favorite is the third round where it's like, did he betray his people? use his people or corrupt his people and you chose and she said he did all of them (laughs) and like throws him across the room i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like at that point you're like two out of five sins completed and i was like oh there's five rounds of this shit i'm like 
also, which one of the, is this? I think it could be several of these. And then and then it just goes from two to two out of five to five out of five. I'm like, oh, okay, so it is all of them. Fucking kale thoughts. But anyways, you go, you, you walk him like a dog on a leash and do a bunch of stuff to atone for him. And you find out that there is a secret plot between members of the Venthyr and the Eve, the liches of Maldraxxus. Yeah, in particular, it, it was like one of Denethrius's higher-ups. I think we interact with him early in the Revendreth storyline. He, he goes by the Tithe Lord. And I guess there's like some secret underground dealing between him and sending Anima from Revendreth to the liches in Maldraxxus. So in exchange for swords that look like they're made out of some guy's femur. Like I, I'm sure they're probably super magic and cool, but it's like we're getting shipments of Maldraxxy weapons. This one's a skull with a knife that comes out of the nose. Yeah, right? And then I'm also like how long have these people been like doing this operation? Like there's a whole sect at the end of the storyline, like a whole portion of Revendreth that is just filled with lich people. I'm like, has this always been here? Have I just not been in this area? Or is it only here now because of this storyline? They added it as a surprise to you. Like, pr- honestly, because like. I've explored it. I'm there for like an hour every day. I was like, why have I never? Yeah, because it's like literally like you look up and it's like Lich Canyon. The place is where the liches live. I'm like, how did I miss Lich Canyon? Right. There's and then like the end cap of this whole campaign. You face off with the the arc glitch or i think i forget her name lady oxina yeah lady A-U-X hyphen ina yeah. yeah i was like okay but she's literally like on this raised platform and she's huge i'm like how did i miss her she's literally on display for everyone to see so you confront her and you you fight her with kelthos and then like you get to her down to like a certain hp and then kelthos is like enough I'll finish her off. And then he just like starts sending out like all these like huge arcane and fire blasts and like tries to like force information out of her. And then the end of the storyline, I honestly, I gasped when I heard it. I don't, I was just surprised. I'm like, oh, is this where the storyline's going? So yeah, it's, she's like, oh, my boss is too cool. You'll never beat him. And he's like, tell me your boss. Oh no, he's super epic. You'll, he's too cool for you. (laughs) Tell me. And she goes, oh, you'll never beat Kel'Thuzad! And as she hits that D, he instant casts a greater pyroblast, so he cheats, by the way, and <laughs> kills her, and he goes, oh, Kel'Thuzad, I despise him. And then the accuser's like, yo, you gotta put that collar back on him. He's gonna float around in our basement for a while. And then, did you talk to him after that scene? No, I didn't. This is actually one of the last things I did. I have not spoken to him since then. Although I did notice that he has like his new robes on now. He's like no longer like shirtless and tortured. Boo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, because we, we peel his big stone off his back. And when he does that, he's like on my clothes. And so he's lame now. But if you talk to him, he basically talks about how it's stuffy. And he hates being on a chain. But then he says it says he looks down and says nine out of ten character slain by arthas menethil to raise that lich a noble kingdom all but erased you still bleed do you not cut your flesh and count the drops of blood let nine fall and soak the earth for every one you save tell me what that does to your heart champion for i can tell you precisely what it has done to mine i was like "Ooh, chow damn Damn, I need to go talk to him. I, I just assumed he was just going to like insult me some more like he was before the quest line. Honestly, I hope that Kel'Thuzad wins. So the real KT beats the fake KT. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for out here. 
I wonder, though, if things are going to all connect, if all the stories will reach the same conclusion. Because when I was there, I saw someone with a distinctly well-armed female orc Maldraxi spy. So I think the Necrolords were going there, too. I also, during this storyline, fought a horde shaman who used fleshcraft. And they were distinctly questing in this area, which is really confusing to me. So I'm like, do the Necrolords also have a, a storyline that is interlapping with us, overlapping with us here? I, I believe now, yeah, lines are interjecting because Kyrians have requested Ardenweald for their Covenant campaign. I saw a lot of paladins out here when I was doing my Covenant shit. So lines are intersecting. I really, really, really hope that this leads to like each covenant getting a raid that'd be such a huge task for the team but my god would it be so fucking cool for each of us to have a raid for our covenant Ugh. i mean we already have one in revendreth i feel like they really easily could have an ardenweld themed one that is the drust invading they could have a maldraxxus one which is like probably you just fight Kel'thuzad, the other yeah the other well yeah kelthuzad's the end and then you just fight like garmin and sindane yeah and then Bastion would be... It would have to be the, Uther. The, yeah, the remainder of the Forsworn, probably. All right, listen. You guys think that you had cool references with Kel'Thuzad and Kel'Thas? Well, the Ardenwild campaign this week had a name bigger than both of those combined. I'm talking... <laughs> okay, when I, I, I actually do think this is cool, but... I, <laughs> but I, I'm talking it's about everyone's... a lot of preamble for how cool <laughs> this character is. <laughs> this better be the actual realist KT. I'm talking about everyone's favorite character, a founder of the High Mountain Clan, Holn High Mountain. I mean, I guess it's hey, pretty pull cool for someone. Well, it's for it's a pull for us. We have we have hung out with Holm High Mountain way longer than we've hung out with Kelthazad or Kelthas before. This man, remember, don't forget, we this man killed ten hundred thousand people by going <laughs> and spinning his spear like in two degrees that angles is true. to kill them he, all. He he wimply wimply spun his spear and killed thirty seven legion demons okay but i'm not gonna lie the night fate campaign has been kind of the last two weeks have been just kind of just like whatever it's definitely building but like we're not getting a lot of progress fast uh it's just kind of like tehran is missing i found the two original gay night warriors and his husband and it's just like okay whatever he died whatever and we are enlisting Holm's help because you know he's he's an Arden world to hunt down the rest of the Night Warriors because the plan is to have all the former Night Warriors share the power with Taranda to pull some of it out of her to share it amongst all of them that way she can like not die at the end of her Night Warrior disease or whatever it is. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, I'm really interested fair. to see like how that ends. Hopefully, Toronto doesn't die by succumbing to the power of the Night Warrior. Yeah, because so 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 last week I was hanging out with uh, OG Night Warrior and his husband, and the Night Warrior was gonna die, and then his husband was like, "We can share our power together," and then they both died, so that didn't work. And then so that was literally all last week was just dealing with that. And this week was basically like. Okay, so my husband and I couldn't do it, but maybe my husband and I and all the other night warriors could do it. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do? And it's like, fine, hold the high mountain 
and do what he needs you to do because he's the best tracker ever. And I'm like, is he? He's just like a like a survival hunter. I guess he can test tracking skills. Like, I guess. Now, when you saw him, was he just a high mountain tauren, but translucent and blue? Uh, he was a hawk. And then he came down and it was home. And I did pop. I was like, oh, my God. It's like, I actually know who this is. It was actually kind of cool. Also, I believe he is the only survival hunter in existence. Yeah, at this yes. point, he's the, he's he's the only he's one. The, even the survival hunter legion artifact is his because they couldn't think of a second person. Yeah, and he's dead. He's the only one we have. So, but, but the thing is, the questing was just like, okay, I'll help you, but if you help me first, and I was like, what? What do you want? And then he goes, okay, can you find my lost dog? Boo! Okay, well, he, he really, he wanted me to track some world devourer that I guess when it devours, it's basically like Galactus, but like in like animal farm, it like eats animals out of an entire world. And I'm like, okay, I guess, whatever. And we tracked this thing and we killed it. This quest bugged out for me fucking for 35 minutes. If you are a druid, which undoubtedly you are a druid doing this fucking quest, you apparently can't be in shapeshift form when you need to hide in the bushes and have this stupid thing grab you. So th this is a warning to all druids out there. Don't be in shapeshift form, the thing you do the most, if you are trying to complete this quest, because it'll bug out for 35 fucking minutes. It was oh. horrible. But yeah, we finished it, and then he was like, oh, thank you. Uh, we will now go back to your sanctum and figure out where they are. And then he was like, I will not rest until I find them. And that was it. Like, he's, he's he's going on his own hunt for a week to find the other Night Warriors, and I'm sitting here waiting, like, I hope he comes back. I mean, that's a little less egregious than Bolvar last week when you give him, like, Thrall's totem, and he's like, this is Thrall's totem. Also, this week, by the way, you find Thrall, and then I was like, what are they going to talk about? And he comes back, and he just clips past Bane, <laughs> I just go, I said, oh, okay. But yeah, hopefully next week we get some cool shit. We're just in like a filler episode right now while you guys are getting the main story. Hopefully we get some main story soon. All right, but now it's time for our top toot and bottom boot medium moot. Aaron, what you got? This week I have a top toot. And that was that earlier today, Cubby Bub and I ran a Torghast together. And I said, let's actually do like, because usually we do like ones if it's a story thing. But I said, let's do like a tough one. So we went to the Soul Forges. Uh, three was the highest that we could go there. But I can assure you, it still felt really hard because <laughs> the whole thing is that it's so hot in there that you lose a percentage of your health every five seconds by just existing. And we're a mage and a rogue. We can't heal very well. So we were chomping on buns between each pull. It took a while. She said, are they always this tough? And I said, oh, not usually. Is that like a specific affix to the Thrall one? It's the it, Soul it, Forges, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't the Thrall one. It, we, well, it may be the dungeon kind of where he's kept, but we weren't doing the Thrall thing. We were just getting soul ass yeah the soul forges itself that's just like what the soul forges does um it just makes it hot it's also probably like a gearing problem too i bet she probably needs some more gear before she can like really punch through stuff mm -hmm. but we did it we managed to get through it and it felt really good just whooping on that final boss because i was like yeah and she got the ass and then she is still like nice. 200 soul ash short to make her legendary ring. And she says, I'm done for today. But it was a victory. I mean, she can get a lot of soul ash out of if she keeps getting these levels up, though. Mm hmm. But 
slide what is your tt bbmm i got myself a you know i don't know what to place this it's not really a bottom boot it's i'm gonna i'm gonna give a top two this week to just rated battlegrounds in general i'm loving rated battlegrounds right but my top two is yet to be determined my top two will only come once this mission has been accomplished by my loyal followers of this podcast what oh, the fuck dear. do you mean right now? <laughs> so, <laughs> me and Immune joined the Rated Battleground group, right? A group, like, I've I've had so much fun in these groups. And the leader was somebody who I thought, I was like, who is this man? Who is this person? Their name was Honcho. H-O-N-C-H-O with an umlaut over the O. And I was like, I've seen this person in somewhere. I don't know if we've done dungeons together. I don't know if we've talked in trade chat or if I bought some of his items before. I wasn't sure. And so the group's almost filled. We need one healer. And then I, so I always will watch like the group finder to see like who's applying, who they're denying, what's up. And I see a healer apply to the group, right? The healer applied and I've never seen a party of five apply before. (laughs) It was a healer and four of his DPS buds. And I was like, oh, they're pretty high level. I wonder if he's going to kick anybody. And then I saw him kick a hunter. And I was like, uh-oh, the hunter's gone. And then he kicked me. He kicked me. No. The man I thought I knew. <laughs> Is Hancho on, on Proudmoor? Oh, you fucking bet your ass he's on Proudmoor. And so, but he didn't kick Immune. So, he's the group leader. So, this means that when he accepted me and Immune, he saw that we were a duo. Right? But he only kicked me so he could have two healers. And have other DPS. So I whispered, I whispered him, and I said, "Really, dude? Like, what's up? What do you, what, what's up with that? You you wanted that group that bad? He ignored me, and Immune left the group, obviously. So then it put them in the same spot that they were still waiting for a healer, and he wasted everyone's time. I will say though, before that, I waited for the group to fill. He did a ready check. I said not ready, and then I left after he removed himself from the finder. So if you find Hancho in the game, I need you to fucking kill him. I need you to fucking drop him. Everybody this is this is our program's first all points bulletin hit list. Find Honcho and make his life miserable. If you provide me with evidence of his death, I will give you a reward in game. Unless you're Honcho and you jump off a cliff. Even honestly, if you're if you're Honcho and you kill yourself in game, I think I'll still give you a reward because it'll be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Give me a screenshot of I I want to be the wild quest giver. Bring me Honcho's head. Let me clarify. In game, not out of game. In game. Thank you. And that's my top two. Satisfy the conditions. You'd be greatly rewarded. Immune, what about you? What's your TTVVM? I feel a little weird following this, but here I go. I got myself. I want to give it a medium moot this week. That's fair. That's fair. So the two part is that I've been really enjoying the Ember Court. I think it's so fun and different and it's just a really nice experience to have every week. But so like that's top two, but then like a bottom boot portion of it that equates a medium moot overall is that these RSVP quests in order to get like the people to come to your Ember Court are annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're purposely made, they're purposely made just to take a long time. It feels like. Um, I'm talking about last week when I had two RSVPs that were equally annoying. One was Droman, the big blue bear, Elioth, I believe yes. her name is. 
and her and her dreams of home that you need to engage in a Najatar style trading game to do. Yeah, but at least the Najatar style trading game is all like in one small location that you just trade between these Murlocs. This one has you go like you start in Revendreth and then you have to go to Meldraxxus and then you have to go to Bastion and then you have to go to Oribos and you have to go back to Revendreth and you have to go back to Oribos and you have to go back to Revendreth and then you have to turn in the, the item to the bear in Ardenweald. And I'm like, if I didn't have all these capes that I was talking about last episode, this literally would have taken me like 35 or 40 minutes. And even with the capes, it still took me like a solid 20 minutes, I feel like. Yeah, so I was annoyed by that. But then the other quest that I had that week was the RSVP for Cryptkeeper Kassir. And his, you have to find like his ring, which is trapped in these crypts. And you have to find a key in order to open the crypts. And these keys drop off of these mobs that are near the crypts. And... Apparently the drop rate is like sub 2% for this key because I got one at the beginning. I opened the crypt and the key was not, I mean, the ring was not in there. And I was like, okay, I'll just get another one. And then I, I, I kid you not, like I like had wow on in the background and I was occasionally killing mobs like while I was like on a work call, which take that as you will. I'm a bad employee, whatever. But it literally took me like two hours of killing mobs before I found another key. And that key opened a crypt that also didn't have the ring. So overall, this quest took me like three hours. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Luckily, I was doing other things that were more important than this during it. Or else I probably should have just like re-rolled my RSVP using my blank invitation. I don't know. I was really annoyed by it though. Yo, this is my, my personal top two goes out to my girl Sika. I'm going to invite Sika to my party every week. All she asks is for you to talk to four people that are 15 feet away from her. Thanks, Sika. <sighs> Praise to Sika. I have her invitation this week, so I'm going to go do that like real soon because apparently it only takes five minutes. Boy, I wish my uh, my building gave me content to do that wasn't just waiting <laughs> three days to, for a seed that gives me two fish. Cubbybub was so dedicated to get Queen's Conservatory. I didn't have it in my heart to be like, you don't need to rush. I guess rank two is where it kicks off. Also, I want to do a rewind. I was peeing back to Droman, the the blue bear in the big house. How have we not made a bear in the big blue house reference yet with this fucking bear? <laughs> it sounds like we just did. Big blue bear in the tree. <laughs> well, it, I mean, the Droman's in this little hut, right? So it's kind of a house. So big, big blue bear in the blue house. <laughs> Would you say then that Lady Moonberry and Dreamweaver are her version of Pip and Pop? The real question is, who are the PB and J otters and who are the roly polyolis? That's who I really want to get to the bottom of. That was that was rhetorical. Don't think about it. I mean, don't, don't actually try to answer it. Which one of them is Stanley and his big book of everything oh, with everything inside to see the world around us? This book's a perfect guide. Oh, that's impressive. That that one's a deep cut. Now I'm all now I'm just thinking about Stanley's stupid eraser-headed friend. I hate this show. Yeah, n- n- now I'm just getting mad. So we're gonna fucking get out of here. Uh, do you guys have any comments, questions, complaints? If you want to send me the head of Honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O, umlaut over the O hyphen Proudmore over the second O for clarification. Oh yeah, there's two O's. Honch O, Honch O. 
I don't know how you'd say that. Anyway, he's a warrior. He stinks. You can send us mail at do not relent pod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent pod. You can give us a review on Warcraft Radio, whatever, whatever. We'll drink a shot for it. What about you guys? Where can they find you? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. Or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. You can read our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And in case any of you Stan heads, or I'm sorry, Stan stands out there are wondering, the eraser headed friend's name was Lester Goldberg. Lester, we'll see you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.